Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris, and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Good to be here today. So on the October 10th Board of Supervisors meeting, it consisted of uh, three public hearings, three work session items, and eight items of new business. It also kind of tripped us up because it was on a Tuesday, not a Monday. It was a Tuesday. It, it was, was a, a Monday holiday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was a, I think our planning director says a Monday Tuesday. I don't know how she says it, but I say Monday Tuesday. Yes. Um, so a couple things to note about the meeting. It, it was a Tuesday, not a Monday. Yep. Uh, and VDOT was actually on the agenda. However, the representative wasn't able to attend, so that presentation didn't happen. And also two other items of new business were uh, removed from the agenda after the meeting started. And those two items were uh, a memorandum of agreement for emergency services and a memorandum of agreement for county volunteer fire agencies. Those are going to be at the, which one? October 23rd. October 23rd. Okay. And the public hearings are pretty straightforward. No citizens address the board. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and list them here. Um, and then I'm hoping we can knock out some of these work session items that took up the bulk of the meeting with you. Absolutely. So there were three public hearings. Um, there was a amendment to an ordinance for tax relief for the elderly and handicapped. Again, nobody spoke. Uh, There's another amendment to an ordinance for the cost of reimbursement for emergency medical transport. And finally, amend the 2025 comprehensive plan and adopt the transportation matters plan. So all three of those were actually also on new business item, our new business, um, and they were unanimously approved. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into this work session. There were three. Sure. sure. Uh, fiscal year, we'll start with the first. The fiscal year 20 three-year-end financial report. What's what's up with that? can certainly share that with you, and I, and I will say the agenda uh, for uh, the meeting uh, on the 10th was quite extensive. If you looked at the agenda, it was very full. There were actually only a couple of items that consumed much of the time. Uh, we did adjourn the meeting after midnight, uh, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a very full meeting with lots of discussion. Let me talk to you about the work session items. The first one, uh, as Jen mentioned, was the fiscal year 23 year-end financial report. Uh, Each year, uh, about this time, we review with the board uh, how the county finished financially for the previous fiscal year. We're actually in fiscal year 24 now because that will end June 30th, 24. Um, The staff reviewed... uh, the, the reserves that we have in place. We re, uh, reviewed uh, the various uh, funding flows as far as cash flow and uh, uh, other purchase orders, things of that sort. Bottom line, after going through all that, the county's in excellent financial shape. The county uh, finished the year very strong. We have some uh, excess revenues at the end of the year that are available for several appropriations. Uh, We need to make some repairs on this building. We need to go ahead and get a new ambulance ordered now because there is a 42-month lead time right now on ambulances. So even though the fleet that we have now is in good shape in 42 months, one of them is going to be past its useful life. So we've got to start that process now. Good thing Um, you're planning for the future. Trying to plan for the future (laughs) and get things ready. Uh, But all that being said, uh, county's financial health is strong. Uh, We hope that as we go into this fiscal year, 
Uh, we're already in month four of this fiscal year. It's hard to believe uh, that we will continue to uh, see good revenue growth. Um, sales taxes are still strong. Uh, income, interest income on the funds we do have, interest income is the strongest it's been in my time here. Um, but we all know uh, that can change with 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 a recession it can change with world economic events we have to constantly keep we can't depend on that uh, long-term investment income as a as a continued growth item so right this is where we stand right now that's the right snapshot of right now so all that being said finances are good good well let's talk about this reassessment then that was another item uh that the board discussed uh that's something that Montgomery County has done every four years since we can all remember, yeah, right? I is. don't know if there was a time it was a different. I, it, if it was, it was a long time ago. But uh, Montgomery County is like many of the counties in Virginia that does a reassessment every four years. We're also like many localities in Virginia where we contract that service out. We do not do that in um, do not do that as part of. It's a not de- a county function. Thank you. Yeah. I couldn't get that word out. <laughs> Uh, We're we, still recovering from our wee hours of the morning yeah, meeting. Yeah, it's, uh, especially when it's an off night and it was a long meeting. That's exactly right. Um, so what the board had asked uh, as we went through the process this year is when we went through this last reassessment, the um, property values increased overall about 30%, which is a huge jump. Um, that actually happened uh, the last time we had a jump like that was uh, back uh, before the Great Recession in 2007-2008. So the board asked, would it make sense for the county to look at doing reassessments more often to sort of smooth out any of those big jumps, either up or down? Uh, so uh, our budget staff did some research, looked at other counties. There are uh, most of the counties that are larger than us either population-wise or by number of real estate parcels. Most of those counties do either biennial, which is every two years, or annual reassessment. Um, What we talked to the board about at the meeting on Monday night is the fact that there's some pros to that, doing it more frequently. There are certainly some cons. If you do annual or biannual reassessment in a period of time where property values are decreasing Mm -hmm. you actually have to advertise a revenue neutral tax rate each year that's higher than your current tax rate so it looks like a tax increase every time that's right so politically that's that will be a challenge to deal with um there's a lot of positives for looking at a more frequent reassessment however it would require the county to hire staff as opposed to doing it as an independent contractor you can contract it out but if you're doing it that frequently just so you can manage the process you really need to be bringing it in-house so we talked about um, all of that during the discussion um, at the 10th meeting Um, what the board decided on that is they would like to have the opportunity to hear from the public on that as well so be looking in the in the weeks ahead for an advertisement for a public hearing for that it's not a legal public hearing in the sense that um well it's not related to a zoning action or something like that it's a it's a true opportunity for the public to share their thoughts so 
I'm sure that we'll be talking about that more, or Angie will be talking about <laughs> that more. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so stay tuned on that one. Yeah, but yes, stay tuned because I think there will definitely be an opportunity for input. I'm sure we'll circle back to that soon. I don't know if it'll be in 2023, but maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but that leaves us with the third work session item to tackle, and that is the MOA, or Memorandum of Agreement, with Volunteer Emergency Services agen- Agencies. So ha- tell that, us about that. That that was a big one. And it, uh, as Jen mentioned earlier, um, there were two action items related to this discussion uh, that were on the agenda for approval, the MOAs. And... Uh, it was brought up very early in the meeting that those needed to come off the agenda for consideration on the 10th. That was, that was the right thing to do. Um, we had indicated that both those MOAs that were in the board's packet were drafts that, and that's the whole purpose for having the work sessions on those items is to get input, see what may need to be fine tuned, um, and they did. They made several suggested edits to the... Absolutely. Uh, which I guess are not suggested. Several edits that will be made that's to exa- the agreement. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, I will say this. Anytime an agenda, a board agenda is published and there's a work session or a public hearing, the thought is if there's no opposition or there are no changes to something... Many times we'll put that on the agenda under new business. So if the board is ready to take action, they can. Right. It's no issue at all. Matter of fact, it's good governance if there's items on an agenda that they vote to pull. Because that means there needs to be more discussion, more clarification. And that's what happened with the two MOAs. Long story short, with the two MOAs, it's an effort to... um, provide more transparency, more accountability between our volunteer fire rescue agencies and the county. The county provides uh, over a million dollars in funding to our volunteer agencies each year, and that includes the departments that are in the towns as well. In the past, that's not been very strongly accounted for. Mm -hmm. Um, Those funds are provided to the agencies. They've not had to provide any... uh, financial reporting back to the county on what those funds are used for. There's also, in looking at, uh, especially with the dissolution of the Shawsville squad, uh, some some challenges with one of the other squads, and looking at that, it really made a lot of sense to try to better define the relationships between the county and the volunteer agencies. And also account for the taxpayers' money. I mean, that's one of the things, too. Exactly. At the end of the day... Yeah. You know, those those uh, operations provide uh, safety and security uh, for our citizens. But those citizens are paying for those services through their tax dollars. They're volunteer agencies, but as I mentioned earlier, it's a significant amount of money that's right. given to those agencies. Uh, we also There are also things in those MOAs to try to help, from the county standpoint, to try to help those agencies with things like purchasing, with um, insurance, trying to make it very clear and transparent on that side too. It's, I think there was some concern that came up during the meeting about the MOA being something that was being, for lack of a better way of saying it, being done to the agencies. Right. 
it's not doing anything to the agencies. It's an opportunity to clearly define the role of the county, the role of the volunteer agency, express you know the accountability and the transparency between the two, and hopefully, in some respects, hopefully, if those if volunteers are interested in providing service, they can see that relationship and clearly understand how the county supports those agencies. How many times have we said it? The volunteers really are what are necessary Absolutely. to do to provide the services. That Absolutely, we have in the it's county. it's. Yeah. It's been frustrating at times because we're we're no different than any other town or county in the in the entire country right now, not right. even just Virginia. You know, folks have especially since pandemic and this was happening before the pandemic, folks time is limited. People have families, people have jobs. It used to be years ago that Lots of folks in communities had jobs in that community, and when there was a fire or rescue need during the day, they could leave the job and go and respond and provide service. <clears throat> it's The nature of work has changed. The nature of society has changed. It's very, very, very difficult to find folks that are willing to commit hours of time hours of training or even have the ability and maybe willing but they don't have the capacity that's exactly right to to serve their communities for no pay i mean right and strictly out of the goodness of their heart yeah Yeah. and so uh, and that's necessary and i i've heard so many board members say over and over how thankful they are for that absolutely and how challenging it is now because even though people want to do it the capacity just isn't there That's anymore. It, it, the capacity's not there. And this is an opportunity to try to strengthen the relationship between the county and those agencies. You know, there were a few that, there are a few that seem to not see it that way. I respect that. But at the end of the day, the whole reason we exist as a county government is to provide service to our citizens. And one of those key services is ensuring as best we can their health, safety, and well-being. And that's the volunteer agencies have done that for years and done a very good job of it. Those that can continue to get volunteers to serve can continue to do a good job of it. In areas where volunteers aren't able to cover that anymore, the county has to take that responsibility. And that's where we are. Well, it was a long discussion. It was. And uh, you did say October 23rd they'll be voting on this agreement. So, In all likelihood. It's yeah. those, those, uh, those two items will be back. The, the MOAs, based on the comments in the work session, will have some modifications. Those will be back on the agenda f- uh, for business on the 23rd. I'm assuming they'll take action that night. They may have other comments that could... I don't know the answer to that. It'll be available for them to on their agenda to consider on the 23rd. Good. So that's another one. Stay tuned. Yep. Okay. Let's see. So the last thing I was hoping we could talk about today were the five remaining items of new business. And I'm going to go ahead and list them here. And then I'm hoping that you'll chime in on anything you want to expand upon. Those items were an appropriation for the fiscal year 23 county carryover funds, appropriation Um, for the county capital fund uh, support of the hsip transportation grant application also known as hsip 
Each sip. Okay, I, I thought that's what I'd heard, but, you yep. know, by about midnight, I wasn't sure. Uh, Route 8 safety improvements and the National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, declaring October um, as that. And finally, Operation Greenlight for Veterans, a resolution in support of that was passed. So. Absolutely. Well, in the interest of folks that are listening, I won't get into all five of those. Uh, the First and second items, the county carryover and county capital fund, those are basically routine early in the new fiscal year to address items from the end of the previous fiscal year. The HSIP improvements for Route 8, um, I think we've talked in times past, uh, Route 8 between Floyd County and the town of Christiansburg uh, is a very heavily traveled roadway. Very busy. Yes, <laughs> it's very busy. Uh, and. Uh, in working with Floyd County over the years, we recognize that's a that's an important corridor, and we mm-hmm. keep lobbying VDOT for improvements. And this is an opportunity to apply for a grant to uh, <clears throat> get VDOT to help fund those improvements. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month in October. It's a resolution the board adopts every year, certainly recognizing uh, the need to uh, recognize those issues in our community. I'll talk a little bit about the Operation Greenlight for Veterans. Uh, that's something that we did, I think, really for the first time in earnest last year. Uh, the Operation Greenlight is a national collaborative initiative of the National Association of Counties uh, that promotes military vi- to support military veterans with the purpose of raising awareness about the unique challenges that are faced by many veterans and the resources that are available in the, at the county, state, and federal level to assist veterans and their families. In advance of the upcoming Veterans Holiday, hard to believe that that is just a few weeks away in November, um, Montgomery County is illuminating the Montgomery County Government Center and the public safety buildings with green light. We did that with um, some trees last year, I think, but I think we're going to expand it a little this year. Uh, The lighting ceremony to celebrate that event will be held at the Montgomery County Government Center on Monday, October 23rd. shortly before the board meeting at 6.30. Right. Uh, I think the idea of the timing of that is maybe the sun will be setting and you'll be able to see the green light. Uh, Yes, you will. So thank you again for joining us today and providing us with an update on several of the items that the uh, board discussed at their October 10th agenda, or I should say board meeting. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Board of Supervisors or Montgomery County in, gen- in general, please visit uh, montba.com. If you want to view the meeting in its entirety, including the items we didn't go over today, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Thanks, everyone. Hope you have a great day.